Salvation requires faith. Without it, no one can be saved. Romans 10, 6 through 10. But the righteousness which is of faith speaketh on this wise. Say not in thine heart, Who shall ascend into heaven? That is to bring Christ down from above. Or who shall descend into the deep? That is to bring up Christ again from the dead. But what saith it? The word is nigh thee. Even in thy mouth and in thy heart, that is the word of faith which we preach. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Hebrews 11.6 But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is the rewarder of them that diligently seek him. God does not require money or beauty or IQ or power or strength. God does not ask for great feats of daring or for one to live a monastic life. He requires faith, childlike faith. Regardless of your spiritual or socioeconomic status, faith is the common denominator required of God to access eternal life. Everyone must come the same way. Everyone must bring the same sacrifice, a living sacrifice. Romans 12, 1 and 2, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Are you born again? Born a second time, this time born of the Spirit? You have the personal power to enter into the unimaginable saving power of Jesus Christ via childlike faith. Jesus compares faith to a mustard seed. That seed of faith needs attention and care that only you can provide. It will grow and flourish into a veritable tree of life. Are you ready to live for the very first time? Are you ready for your miracle? God said, man said, has very good news for you. Today is your day of salvation. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Genesis 1-1, In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. God said, Proverbs 30, verse 6, Add thou not unto his words, lest he reprove thee, and thou be found a liar. God said, Psalms 14, 1, The fool has said in his heart, There is no God. They are corrupt. They have done abominable works. There is none that doeth good. Man said, according to Victor Stanger in the Free Inquiry, So what had to happen to start the universe was the formation of an empty bubble of highly curved space-time. How did this bubble form? What caused it? Not everything requires a cause. It could have just happened spontaneously as one of the many linear combinations of universe that has the quantum numbers of the void. Man said, according to George Wald in the Simon & Schuster book, The Physics and Chemistry of Life, one has only to contemplate the magnitude of this task to concede that the spontaneous generation of a living organism is impossible. Yet here we are, as a result, I believe, on spontaneous generation. Now the record. For the record, spontaneous generation in pure chance 
are inseparable. Welcome to God Said, Man Said. This is feature article 470 that proves the inerrant truth of the Holy Scriptures found in the majority text authorized King James Version of the Bible. These features are archived in text and streaming audio. Every Thursday Eve, God willing, they grow by one. God's words are true and righteous altogether, and to disregard them is done at one's own per peril. Excuse me. God's word is truth, a place to build a life. This is part three in the ongoing series titled, It is Just Pure Chance. The following foundational paragraphs are repeated from part one. Amazing Truth, authored by God in His Holy Bible, written thousands of years before the world's scientific community began to understand, are proof of the supernatural nature of Holy Writ. Nearly equally as amazing, or should I say they are conversely one and the same, is that Satan for over 6,000 years has harnessed the world's brightest carnal minds to challenge and malign, but they have failed consistently and without exception. Be of good cheer, Christians. Your faith is secure. Carnaldom's abject failure will never turn into success. Truth will remain truth. Another amazing thing to consider is that when confronted with perplexing contradiction to their anti-God positions, they will write it off as coincidence or pure chance without displaying the faintest blush. The absurdity of their position only elucidates the Lord's words in John three nineteen and 20, and this is the condemnation, that light is coming to the world, and men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. For every one that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. In this feature, we will highlight a short string of issues that befuddle and that are relegated to coincidence, just pure chance. We also will list a God said, man said feature or two after each issue for your perusal. It's just a coincidence that God's word declares in Romans 1.20 that all things were created by God out of that which is invisible and that the evolutionists have offered a semblance of truth from the midst of a plethora of erroneous positions that comes close to the correct answer, Alan Guth and the publication Astronomy. So in the inflationary theory, the universe evolves from essentially nothing at all, which is why I frequently refer to it as the ultimate free lunch. End of quote. The correct word, of course, is not nothing, but invisible. It's just a coincidence that God's Word teaches that the whole world, including man, lions, alligators, etc., were all in the beginning vegetarians, and that in a recent discovery of an ancient crocodile fossil, scientists were shocked to learn that this creature was a vegetarian. It's just a coincidence that the Scriptures clearly teach a 6,000-year-old earth, and that in a 1998 issue of Science, Ann Gibbons wrote the following concerning the mitochondrial clock. Regardless of the cause, evolutionists are most concerned about the effect of a faster mutation rate. For example, researchers have calculated that mitochondrial Eve, the woman whose mtDNA was ancestral to that in all living people, lived 100,000 to 200,000 years ago in Africa. Using the new clock, she would be a mere 6,000 years old. End of quote. It's just pure coincidence that the scriptures clearly teach a 6,000-year-old earth and that no scientific truth has ever controverted that position. 
It's just coincidence. The Genesis 19 records that God rained fire and brimstone down upon Sodom and Gomorrah, destroying these wicked cities, and that archaeologists have discovered the site they believe to be where Sodom and Gomorrah once stood, and that their end mirrors the biblical condemnation. It's just a coincidence that ancient historians record the very same. It's just pure chance that the Word of God declares that God destroyed the inhabitants of the entire earth by a global flood in the days of Noah, and that the vast majority of the earth is covered with a layer of flood strata. It's just a coincidence that the Bible reports that the sun and moon stood still in the days of Joshua and also in the days of Hezekiah, creating one long, intense day, and that famed scientist Emanuel Velikovsky found the same to be reported by ancient historians, including the Mexican record of one long, intense night. It's just a coincidence that God speaks of fiery flying serpents and fire-breathing dragons, now called dinosaurs, and that ancient history and not-so-ancient history record these creatures, as well as having over 200 places in England alone named after them. Just a coincidence. It's just a coincidence that God prophesied thousands of years in advance that he would dissolve the nation of Israel and scatter its people around the globe, and that in the last days he would draw them back, restore Israel as a nation again, and that in 1948 it literally came to pass. It's just a coincidence that the world's pre-1948 maps make no mention of the nation of Israel. It's just another coincidence that the scriptures highly encourage the consumption of butter and olive oil and that man rejected and replaced these products with margarine and other partially hydrogenated products and that the headline in Better Nutrition read how the margarine craze brought America to the brink of nutritional Armageddon. It's just a coincidence that Zechariah 13.6, approximately 500 years before Christ, prophesies this. And one shall say unto him, What are these wounds in thine hands? Then he shall answer, Those with which I was wounded in the house of my friends. It will be just one more coincidence that Zechariah prophesies of the horrendous battle of Armageddon, which will soon come to pass in Zechariah 14, 1 through 5, and also verse 12. Behold, the day of the Lord cometh, and thy spoils shall be divided in the midst of thee. For I will gather all nations against Jerusalem to battle, and the city shall be taken, and the houses rifled, and the women ravished, and half of the city shall go forth into captivity, and the residue of the people shall not be cut off from the city. Then shall the Lord go forth and fight against those nations, as when he fought in the day of battle. And his feet shall stand in that day upon the Mount of Olives, which is before Jerusalem on the east. And the Mount of Olives shall cleave in the midst thereof toward the east and toward the west. And there shall be a very great valley, and half of the mountain shall remove toward the north, and half of it toward the south. And ye shall flee to the valley of the mountains." For the valley of the mountains shall reach unto Azel. Yea, ye shall flee, like as ye fled from before the earthquake in the days of Uzziah king of Judah. And the Lord my God shall come, and all the saints with thee. 
And this shall be the plague, wherewith the Lord will smite all the people that have fought against Jerusalem. Their flesh shall consume away while they stand upon their feet, and their eyes shall consume away in their holes, and their tongue shall consume away in their mouth. Jesus said, Luke chapter 21, verses 34 through 36, And take heed to yourselves, lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with surfeiting and drunkenness and cares of this life, and so that day come upon you unawares. For as a snare shall it come on all them that dwell on the face of the whole earth. Watch ye therefore, and pray always, that ye may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass, and to stand before the Son of Man. Click on the further with Jesus now for the way of escape. God said, Genesis 1-1, In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. God said, Proverbs 30, verse 6, Add thou not unto his words, lest he reprove thee, and thou be found a liar. God said, Psalms 14, 1, The fool has said in his heart, There is no God. They are corrupt. They have done abominable works. There is none that doeth good. Man said, according to Victor Stanger in the Free Inquiry, So what had to happen to start the universe was the formation of an empty bubble of highly curved space-time. How did this bubble form? What caused it? Not everything requires a cause. It could have just happened spontaneously as one of the many linear combinations of universe that has the quantum numbers of the void. Man said, according to George Wald in the Simon & Schuster book, The Physics and Chemistry of Life, one has only to contemplate the magnitude of this task to concede that the spontaneous generation of a living organism is impossible. Yet here we are, and as a result, I believe in spontaneous generation. Now you have the record.